Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Peace be to you. Do you know that Christ is risen? Christ is risen. Yes, a happy Resurrection Sunday to each and every one of you. On June 2010, in an old Buddhist temple in Nanjing, they recovered a bone fragment of the top of the skull, of skull belonging to Gautama Buddha, the founder of Buddhism. Now, this piece of relic was sent to Hong Kong in 2012 for public worship. And a ceremony for this occasion was held. Those followers or believers were very excited and a huge celebration followed. On the other hand, if we compare it uh, to uh, a filmmakers by the name of, Jam, of James Cameron and Simja Hakobomvinsi. They announced at the press conference on February 2007 that they had identified the remains of Jesus. What? The remains of Jesus. And those remains, the two filmmakers claim, had been in an ossuary or a bone box made of a stone because there is an inscription which said, Jesus, son of Joseph, at the site. Now, this ossuary was uncovered in 1980 during a construction of an apartment building in Jerusalem. So after more than 20 years of research and scientists, and they said that this is the remain of Jesus. But from then on, other scientists uh, look at it and other uh, biblical scholars, uh, and then they found out that, yes, it belongs to Jesus, the son of Joseph, but not the Jesus of the Bible, not the Jesus of Nazareth. Because at that time, there are the people who, whose name was Jesus and also their, their father named Joseph. So this is not the remains of Jesus of Nazareth of, or Jesus of our Bible. Now, if it were true that these are the remains of Jesus, okay, let's assume that. Christians will not hold a celebration because they got hold of the bone relics of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because if we got hold of the bone relics of Jesus Christ, it means the end of Christianity. But the theory that the Oswari belonged to Jesus did not gain any ground. Now we can see the two big differences. One, when they found the relics of Gautama Buddha, they were excited, they were happy. It calls for celebration. But on the other hand, if, if the bone relics of Jesus was found or is found, there will be no celebration. In fact, it will be the end of Christianity because we believe that Jesus, even though he died, he rose from the dead. There are two main feast celebrations in our Christian faith. One is Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. The other is Easter, 
we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you look at the, at the Bible, all four Gospels of the New Testament recorded the suffering, the death, and resurrection of Jesus as compared with the, birth, with the birth of Jesus Christ, which is recorded only in what? In the Gospel of Matthew and in the Gospel of Luke. Hence, we can see the importance of resurrection. Yes, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is the core tenet of our faith. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians states that if Christ had not been raised, then our preaching is in vain. Our faith is in vain and it is futile. And we are still in our sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ, they have perished. Now if in Christ we have hope only for this life, then we are of all people most to be pitied. But we praise God because in His goodness, in His mercy, and in His sovereignty, He raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus' tomb is empty. Confucius of China, Muhammad, the founder of Islam, and Gautama Buddha, they all have tomb, tombs. And they have found the bone relics of Buddha. But only our Lord Jesus Christ, although he died, he was raised from the dead on the third day and will never die again. Yes, today is the Resurrection Sunday. Thousands of Christians around the world are commemorating and celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The resurrection of our Lord is a very unique event, and it is very real historical event. Well, we can find many objective evidences and subjective, subjective experiences to prove that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is real indeed. Many have tried to dispute its genuineness, to refute the evidences, but to no avail. For almost 2,000 years, the case of resurrection of Jesus Christ is still standing strong. But knowing that the Lord is risen is important. But believing is another thing. And living out your belief is still another matter. Let us now go back to the early morning of that day of the resurrection of Jesus. If you have your Bible with you, please turn with me to Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 12. Luke 24, verse 1 to 12. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in, in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their face to the ground, the man said to them, 
Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words. And turning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James and other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves, and he went home marveling at what happened. Yes, during or after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there are different attitudes and responses toward it. We are going to look at three different responses. The first one is they were unable and unwilling to believe. Why unable to believe? Well, people will tell you that based on their logic, based on reasoning, the resurrection makes no sense at all. How can the dead come back to life? Well, if you said they are resuscitated, then it is possible. But resurrected, I doubt it. In fact, I think for resuscitation, we all know that it is true, it happens. I have an uncle who have experienced death twice. Both times, he was revived by the doctors. But years later, he eventually passed away. So, resuscitation is possible, but resurrection, no way it could happen. Now, dear near-death experiences do occur, but resurrection from the dead and never to die again, I've never seen one, and neither are you. Yes, but this, this happened, and ho happened only once to the Lord Jesus Christ. And there are objective evidences to confirm of its validity. Well, after the Lord's resurrection, he appeared to his disciples. He appeared to individual, one or two individuals. He appeared to small groups. To his disciples, 10 of them, 11 of them. And one time he appeared to more than 500 people. And Paul said, more than half of them are still alive. What he means is that you can go and verify with them. We can see that when Jesus appeared, he appeared at different times on different occasions. In fact, the, Old, the New Testament recorded Jesus as appearing Ten times in his post-resurrected body. And in Acts, we see that Jesus, or the disciples, they saw Jesus ascending to heaven physically. It is true. Well, it is not easy to believe. But if we examine the evidences of the resurrection of Jesus, we know 
in our mind it is true. But there are still many who is unwilling to believe in their hearts. Even they knew in their head that it is true. But in their hearts, they are still unwilling because they don't want to believe that there is a God. Because if you believe that there is God, then you need to change your lifestyle. You need to change your perspective. You need to change your value system. And they don't want to. So they don't believe there's God. They don't believe that there, there are miracles. So what do people do? They tend to explain it away. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 1, uh, verse 11, it says, while they were going, behold, some of the Pharisees, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests and all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, Tell people his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. Now, if you are sleeping, sleeping, would you be aware who came and who do what? Well, in verse 14, it continues and said, And if this comes to the governor's ear, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Well, people use different arguments to explain away the empty tomb. Just like in Matthew, it says, well, the disciples came during the night while we were sleeping, which they were not supposed to do because they were soldiers standing on watch. And the disciples took the body away. So there's the empty tomb. And people say, no, Jesus did not really die. He just passed out on the cross. And he was, when he was put in the cave, he revived. Oh, he was revived. But how, come, how, how can he get out with a, with a stone in the tomb? Well, they don't know how to explain it. And some said, no, you know, uh, the woman went to the wrong tomb. They were crying. So they, their, their visions were blurred. And it is early morning, still dark. So they went to the wrong tomb. But if they really went to the wrong tomb. The, the, the authorities can just, came, can just come and say, look, here is the right tomb where, where the body of Jesus is. But they cannot show any evidences. Yes, people don't want to believe. They are not willing. But one day in the future, always stand before the resurrected Christ and be judged. And at that time, people have to believe but it will be too late well the second response is slow of heart to believe some people were slow to believe just like the disciples at the time in Luke chapter 28 verse 8 to 11 
the women returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and all to the rest. Now, how did, how did they react? How did they react? Let's look at verse 11. He said, but these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. In, a, in the message, another translation, it says, they thought they were making it all up. And then in some translations said, these words seem like nonsense to them. Actually, God is very humorous, especially in this situation. Why? Because he used women to be the first witness of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. At that time, in the, in the first century, in, the, in Palestine, women has no place in society. Or we can say that their status is very, very low. And their testimony was considered worthless. So the Jewish courts would not allow women to testify in courts. Well, people can look down on others. But God uses them, uses the women which the society looked on to be the first witnesses of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. People may despise others, but, love, but God loves the small, the humble people. He saves them, He molds them, and He uses them. Are you willing to be used of God? Yeah, not only they don't believe, but Peter, when he heard this, he rose and ran to the tomb. Stooping down and looking in, he saw the linen clothes by themselves, and he went home, marveling at what happened. They mar he marveled because he still has doubt. And we, can, we are familiar with uh, Thomas, the doubting Thomas. He said, unless I see in his hand the mark of the nail, and place my finger into the mark of the nail, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Yes, the disciples, they were too slow to believe. But praise God, because eventually, not long afterwards, they believe. Isn't it this is also our personal experiences? When you heard the gospel preached to you, did you believe right away? Sometimes you don't want to believe. Sometimes you be, we are slow in heart. We are slow in our heart to believe. But eventually, we did. So, when we share the gospel with others, it will be the same. So, we must have what? Perseverance. And we must not be discouraged because through our words, through our deeds, through our testimony, through our life, God will work in people's heart. And one day they will believe they will come to the Lord. Remember, we need to pray, we need to care, we need to share. And thirdly, the third kind of response that we see is they believe wholeheartedly. Now, this woman 
who followed Jesus and later the disciples, they believed wholeheartedly. They seen it with their eyes. They knew it. And then they have gone from believing it rationally to being fully committed to the Lord. They happily accepted the fact that Jesus is risen. And they lived their life for the Lord. To them, the death and resurrection of Jesus was much more than just something that had happened. It was the demonstration of God's power. In Romans chapter 1, verse 4, it says, and it talks about Jesus. He was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness by His resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. So because of His resurrection, it proves the power of God. It proves that Jesus was God. So to the, to the disciples, it means that whatever Jesus told them, teach them, told them about himself, is all true. He is God, and their faith is sure and secure. Where the resurrection of Jesus Christ bring hope of eternal life as promised by the Lord to those who put their faith in him. It also gives the disciples the power to live victoriously for Christ because their lives were transformed. After they accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and they willingly obedient and they believe wholeheartedly, they had to face many challenges because the authorities at the time, the Jewish authorities, they persecute the disciples. From the record of the four gospels, we saw that the disciples were fearful. When they gathered together, they shut all the windows and the door. But when we go, when we come to the book of Acts, the disciples were completely changed. They were brave enough to face all the attacks and persecution thrown at them because of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And even willing to die for the Lord. Now, is it worthy for them to believe and to give up, give up their lives like this? Yes, it is all worthwhile. For the power of the resurrection of the Lord leads to a higher life. They now live for something far bigger, far greater than themselves. They are part of the kingdom of God. And they live for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And because they believe wholeheartedly, they were empowered by Christ and would turn the world right side up for the Lord. And for you, for me, in this 24th 21st century, do you think it is worthwhile to put our trust in this resurrected Christ? Yes, we need to believe wholeheartedly and to live for Christ. Well, on the morning of Jesus' resurrection, some people were unable 
and unwilling to believe. Some were slow of heart to believe. A little skeptical, they were half-hearted, but eventually, because of the grace of God, they do believe. Now, some believe wholeheartedly and were willing to give up everything for their Lord. Their perspective in lives changes. They become a catalyst of change to their, to their surrounding, to the society, in fact, to the world at that time. As for the three responses, where do you belong? Which category you are? Are you still not be able to believe or not willing to believe? Or are you a little uh, slow to believe? Or are you willing to believe wholeheartedly? Let us pray. Father Lord, we want to thank you. We want to praise you because of your great love to us. You sent your son to die for us on the cross. And on the third day, you raise him from the dead to prove he is God and to show forth your righteousness and your power. We have to know, we have to shift from knowing to believing, from believing to living out our faith. And as we bear witness to the resurrection of Christ, through our words, through our deeds, through our life, through our action, God will use us and bless others. All these are all possible because, Lord Jesus, you is risen. You are risen, Lord. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.